God knows exactly what he's doing. We are right where he wants us to be, at the location, the time, everywhere, right where we are at this exact moment in time. God knows exactly what he's doing. I thought I was going to be in Virginia at a Marriott receiving great amenities in the presence God already knew where he was going to have me. My plans was to go back and forth. Got my son here. God knows exactly what he's doing. It may look like it's just, you know, something going on that could seem to be a setback, but it's actually a part of the comeback. It took my son father not to be able to have him for me to have him for me to be right here where I'm supposed to be because of what's taking place now. God knew exactly how to set things up according to his will and purpose right where we are right now. God is getting rid of deprivation. God said many of us are, you know, afraid of deprivation, having a mindset of deprivation. Afraid of ever lacking again. Afraid of ever not having again. Afraid of being in poverty. So we're going to make things happen. God said, I'm getting rid of exactions. I'm getting rid of diversion. I'm getting rid of extortions. That puts burdens on our back. Because we go around trying to make it happen. Instead of allowing God to allow it to happen. We don't have to make anything happen. And it put burdens on our backs. You know why? Because if it don't come out the way we expect we going to feel some type of way. You understand? I had no idea I was going to be right here doing what he had me to do. Got me to look at an expense yesterday, a bill that I had in the past. I had no idea I was paying $3,900 a month for hotel fees a month. $3,900. 150 to 180 to 200 a day. So that's even more than 3,900. God took that down to 1875 in a complex. Two bedroom, two bath. And he took that down by having a referral given to me. I didn't go out searching for assistance. God assisted me. Had it go all the way down to zero. Zero. It took me off my job. Never have a want. Never have a need. This is not final. It's so much more to come. God showed me a huge bundle. It's a big box. It's a huge box that's being deposited from the kingdom and God letting it down very slow. And it's very big because it's very heavy. God give me the last key ingredient to be discovering my purpose and that is the laying of the hands. I had no idea until yesterday. No idea that there's a special anointing for me to release a virtue of God's power through my hands for people to receive miracle signs and wonders instantly. Ever since God given me that word, my hands became heavy and they get hot when it's time to release. I have to release the power. I have to release the presence. I have to release the miracles that people are desiring from God. 
regarding mental state, emotional state, financial state, spiritual state, physical state, it's a miracle being released. A sign and a wonder. And I've been doing that. God said, go to the library. There's no time to be trying to figure out. I went to the library. God said, type this up word from word. Miracle, signs, wonders. If you have received or know someone received a negative, bad doctor's report, no matter what it is, call me immediately. You think people not calling? You think people not calling? I want to see what this is about. What do you mean if I had a bad doctor's report call you? Miracle signs and one. What are you going to do? I got to see. And many say it's only one way to find out. There's only one way to find out. And they're contacting. I had no idea that was set up to happen. God said, if you took any of the opportunities regarding your talents, it would have had you elsewhere. I need you right where you are in Gateway. I need you in the area where you are right now. I need you connected to the connections. If you were in another state, you wouldn't be connected to the connections that you have right now because you have been elsewhere. I need you here. I know what I'm doing. I'm God. I'm God. I'm your God. I'm the only one. There's no other. There can never be. Nor would there ever be. Before or after. I am. It is. I shall. I have. I did. It's done. Go do. Release. 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 God knows what he's doing. He said, I don't want you to prosper right now in your talents. I'm prospering you in your purpose. That's what anointed is flowing. That's what the miracles are. That's what my presence. Shift the atmosphere regarding purpose. Not talent. Talents are great, but your purpose is going to open up doors of opportunities for the talents to be present. So keep following me. I'm telling you guys. God had me to register. All this took place yesterday. Register for this walk. March the 6th. Do you want to be in a group or you by yourself? God said, be by yourself. You want to wear the colors? God said, wear all white. They asked me. God said, I'm about to show up in this place. See, God had me to go and just release my hands, just, you know, release the healing and prayers and all the things that like you do, you know, how God have you to do it. But this time God want to be acknowledged. Hey, he want the boldness increase. Just extend it without me even knowing about the ascension that he just done in ministry regarding me. All because he released that last ingredient of discovering my purpose, that finalization, that finality, the laying of the hands, Quenisha. You have to lay hands. You have to lay hands. You call to lay hands. You grace to lay hands. You bold to lay hands. You have the power to lay hands. Lay hands. Lay hands. 
And the thing is, you can't talk yourself out of it. You filled up too much. You got to touch. You got to touch. You got to touch. Just like if you sing, you got to sing. If you dance, you got to dance. I lay hands. I got to lay. I got to lay. Seek and search and wait and lay. got to lay. And trust me, you don't have to search far. God took away every bill. I didn't search to get no assistance. God assisted me. There's no excuse. I got these cards. I only had my email on them. And God said, Quenisha, no, I need your number to be on those cards. So pass all those out and get a new set and put your number. Because the last time I had cards, I put my number. My phone kept going off all the time. I said, this time I'm just going to put email. God said, no, you are available. You don't have a job with the nine to five anymore. Now you in full-time ministry. There are no excuses why you're not available. Put that number on the card. Upgrade your website. And a website is not to commercialize. You know, many of us have businesses that we're commercializing. But God just had me to have a collaboration of, you know, putting a face with a description as to what I'm out here to do. And another way for me to be found and contacted. God already setting up things for us to do. People are reaching out. God say pass that flyer out as far as it can go. Now you visionize. You got a sudden ache or a report or anything going on with your body, your mental state, emotional. You ready to just pass out and just want to die or just, you know, stressed out or have an anxiety or just anything you can think of that's just not good to have or walk around with. And here come God using a paper. Call me. Call me. I got you. You want your miracle. You need your miracle. You want your sign. Here's your wonder. You understand? People are really calling. They're proving him. He said, prove me. Okay. You said call his number? Okay, I have cancer. I'm going to call. I was told I got an aneurysm. I was told I got cataracts. I was told that I have Alzheimer's. I was told I have dementia. I was told I have AIDS, HIV. I was told I was depressed. I was told I was suicidal. I was told I was an alcoholic. I was told I was a drug addict. I was told I was a crackhead. I was told I was broke. I was told I was confused. I was told that I was lonely. I was told that I couldn't have. I couldn't do. Where's this number? You say call. We're calling. Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. People calling. If I don't message you quick like I used to, it's not on purpose. It's not on purpose. It's because of purpose. 
I thank you for all the prayers. Do you understand? Because now God took it up a whole nother level with me in ministry. And so he have with you. I'm trying to tell you. This woman, God had me, she's an actress. And God said, reach out to this was six months ago. I'm just going to quickly testify. Six months ago, God said, message this woman. And I messaged her what God told me to say to her. He just showed me a vision of her in a suite. And guess what? I'm like, you know, in my heart, but my mind, my mouth wasn't saying it, but my heart was saying, this is not really her. This is not her contact information. She's not going to get this. Celebrities got all kinds of ways that they do things. They're not easy to be, in, you know, embraced. So, you know, in their space like that, because you're not supposed to be. Can't be so easy to be, you know, reached and things like that. But I had to do what God told me to do. And I messaged her word for word what God said. And not even five minutes went past. I get a ding. Woman of God, I'm going to call you woman of God. I try to pronounce your name, but, you know, it's unique. (laughs) I'm just going to call you woman of God. No one knew what I was doing in my hotel suite but God, because no one is here but me. I'm in the midst of making a movie. I got co-stars and co-hosts around me in their suites. No one knocked on my door because no one knew what I was doing inside my suite. That showed me right there and there how much God really, really loves me. That he sent you a random woman who I don't even know to message me word from word what I was in here about to do. And God spared me. God spared me. Thank you, woman of God. And she said, even though I'm in the entertainment industry, don't get it twisted. I love me some God. I grew up in the house of God. I know when I hear God. And this is definitely God, woman of God. And then she said, what can I do for you? You want a, you want a golden ticket to the Oscars or the Grammys? You want to be an extra in the movie? I mean, what, I mean, what is it that you do? I have the connections to help to get your foot in the door, but you're going to be on your own after that. I can help you get in the door. I have the connections to help. What can I do? Here I am about to present everything that God had me to write down, take a picture of, email. A lot of things that I have done got me to email myself. Because you can lose a phone. You can lose paperwork. You know, in your reach, in your possessions, in your folder, things can happen. But you cannot lose your email address. You understand? Even when it came to, I got three inventions. One for pets, one for exercise, and one for, you understand, uh, um, a jewelry piece, a centerpiece, a charm. And I went to Davidson, you know, invention company. It's in Baltimore. And I went there. My mom went with me. And to patent an invention, it's going to cost thousands of dollars. And they saw what I had to release. They was calling other people in the room because they have an eye for those things. Just like a photographer has an eye for the camera. They had an eye for success regarding inventions because they deal with that every day. They were calling others in the room like, look what she has. Look. We don't want you to stop right here. Okay, this is what we're going to do for you. 
because I didn't know it cost thousands of dollars to give up an idea. I thought it'd be free. I just ran with it, ran with it. You understand? I ran with it. And they said, we're going to have you do it the old school way because it's potential in this invent in these inventions. This is what we want you to do. Y'all better listen. You might want to do this <laughs> for now. Because you're coughing up at least five to 12000 just to have, you know, a good patent because you're going to gain so much more back. And Davidson is one of the top five best invention companies up there, right? George Foreman went to, to all of the five above that I'm naming. Davidson is, you know, like number one. And I went to a location in Baltimore and they said, this is what I want you to do. We're going to do it the old school way. We're going to have you to write down your inventions, draw it out even if you want to. The more, the merrier. I drew it out. Thank God I'm an artist. I drew it out. I wrote the name. I timed it. I dated it. And they say, mail it back to yourself. When a postal service stamp it, don't you open that mail when it come back to you. Because if somebody come out with your invention without even knowing that it's your idea, but still, if they come out with it, you have proof that you had it first. So mail it back to you. That's a way of patenting, you know, keeping it protected until you have it patented. And I was like, okay. So I followed that. I had all these things to present to this woman. You know, I've written a whole CD. I got, you know, sketches of, you know, fashions of clothes. I got, you know, I draw, I sketch, I paint, all these things. I've written movies. I've told her about the movies. All these things I was presenting in front of this lady. Everything that got, things I have in 2003, four, five, that's on email, putting those things back up. I've written a book working with children. It was a, a hardback book, not a paperback, because it was for infants and toddlers. Because I was working with children of different, diverse, and I saw they kept looking at the differences that they had amongst each other. You got blue eyes. I have brown. You got brown skin. I have freckles. So I wrote a book, you know, I Love Myself. It's, you know, children's book. is straight to the point. You know, like, I love my hair. I love my skin. I love my toes. I love my nose. Things like that. I love myself. I love to be. I love being me. Things like that. I wrote that book. I drew all the pictures. I drew everything. I thank God that I'm an artist. It helps a lot. And I colored it and I took pictures of everything I drew on paper. You know, I printed off, you know, and I took pictures and I emailed myself. So when it's time to be presented for that publishing company, I can send them the manuscripts just like that. See, the thing is, God set me up to have everything that he given me to have it already prepared for the opportunity to come. And I can present it when it's time. You understand? I don't talk about things much. I'm not used to talking for real, unless I'm preaching or doing something or praying or just communicating a little bit. But when it comes to purpose, I don't really talk much because I've always been a doer. I never had to share a conversation about what to do. It was just like, I don't even know how to even share a conversation about what to do. I just do it. You understand? I don't even know how to, if I say anything to you and you don't understand because I don't even know how to say it. You understand? I just got to do it. <laughs> you know, just, you know, pray with me while I'm doing it. You understand? I never was a person just to say it. I always did because God was always telling me and I do what he says. It's not that I was negotiating with others to get another opinion or strategizing on what to do. He's saying I got to do immediately. And that was what always happened to me. So if I shared a conversation with you and it just was like, oh, okay, that's because I was like, oh, okay, I don't even know how to give it. <laughs> you just got to watch it. You understand? <laughs> just know you were part of it. <laughs> Hallelujah. And I presented all these things 
And she was like, you know, excited. And God even gave me the idea of a club, a gospel club. Just a club, that, a, a club that's thumping, jumping, pumping, lights, all of that, food, all of that, drinks, everything. But just non-alcoholic, non-lustful, no cussing. You know, you won't leave out having a hangover. Won't leave out, end up in somebody's bed. You're going to leave out, you know, fired up, inspired. Had a good time. Just say you had a great time. I'm coming back, definitely. You know, but God will have me, to, you know, sit back on these things. He said, not now, but it doesn't mean not ever. You know, I've had all these things. I was just so excited to release to this lady. Here's my opportunity to release what I have to present. It wasn't time to be like, oh, my God, are you really messaging me? Oh, my God, it's really you. Oh, my God, look at your face. It wasn't even time for all that. It's time like this. You have to, how you want people to see you, that's how you got to present yourself. So I had to present myself professional, spiritual, on top of a thing. You know, using my authority, my dominion. I'm not going to look at anything to be above me. You understand? The only thing above me is our Father, our Lord, and Holy Spirit. Not no person, place, or thing. We're on the same level. We're on one accord. Iron sharpens iron. You can't sharpen me beneath me or above me. Have to be where I am. Now, spiritually, we are all on different levels, but we all here for one purpose. We all here because of one heart, one mind, one spirit. You understand? On one accord. And I had all these things to present to this lady, the movies, the CD, everything that, the entire CDs, all these things. I even told her about the opportunity with Atlantic Records and how I entered in, um, who wants to be a millionaire? I got tickets for that. They wanted me to come. It was I just was just talking. And here come God. Tell her this. Freely it was given to me. I said, freely it was given to me. I'm going to freely give. I'm going to freely give. I didn't expect God to have me to say that. I'm saying everything else. I'm, 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 you know, I'm not selling myself, but I'm like, here, here, take it. You know what I'm saying? Work with me. What you going to do with all this? You said, you said, tell you, I'm telling you, you got connections. Connect me. And I thought she was going to be like, okay, for me it was given. Okay, well, thank you for what you've done. God knew what her outcome, I mean, he knew what her, you know, her words were going to be regarding that. Her response was going to be. And she responded and said, it's so much came from that. I'm trying to remember word from word because I don't want to add anything. She pretty much was saying, the offer is still on the table. Because when she say, you know, my success, my family think my success is their success. People think that what I'm called or what I'm gifted or what I'm doing, that they, you know, have to also be a part of. Like, it's like I'm obligated to take care of my family because I'm successful. Everybody always got their hand out and expected me to do for them. But I asked you, what do you want me to do for you? And you said, freebie, it was give. You asked nothing. You said nothing. So I'm going to leave the offer on the table for you, woman of God. Because you could have said anything like you're saying, but you ended up saying, freely it was given to me. I know what it's all about. I know what God is doing. I know God. I know God. I grew up in the house of God. That's why I'm going to leave this offer on the table for you. Because that answer didn't come from you. Because you just said all that and then you ended up saying, freely it was given, that was God. Pretty much that's what she was saying. Hallelujah. Mosai, Jesus. That means it is so. Mosai, yeah. 
And I, I started to text her back or, you know, message back and be like, um, you, is the offer still on the table? <laughs> Don't forget about me. And guess what? I didn't do that. Cause that's not, you know, that's rubbish. That's, you know, that's, you can't do all that. You can't, you know, seem like you're press. You put it out there, leave it there. She messaged me, what, Sunday. Women of God, now I have a word for you. Okay, I'm listening. Acceleration. It's time for acceleration. God is addressing every devil and demon that try to rob you of your purpose. It's time for acceleration, women of God. And that was it. God want us to prosper in our purpose, which open the doors for our talents to come to pass. You understand? God said, I'm getting rid of exactions, diversions, extortions that put burdens on our backs. It weighs us down trying to make things happen. He said, yo, easy burden light. Just receive the downloads. It's raining downloads. That's already set up to come to pass. See, getting emails just like that. Told you, people reaching out. They are reaching out. Oh, you healed, do you? Okay. My God. And God said, Quinesha, I want you to put your number on there. <laughs> I put the number on the flyer, but not the cards. Because I got to reorder some more. I had no idea he was going to have me to do this. Now, I knew he was calling me to go out and release miracle signs and wonders. You know, I had no idea he was going to use my hands to release these miracles. And sometimes if a person's not there and if someone's family member there on the behalf of them, I can speak it over them in the atmosphere they receive. It happened. Yes. A lady tumor disappeared. She had three weeks to live. Yes. A wife and a brand new child. And her sister, Hawtail, I heard about you healing. This healing power God having you. Now help me with my sister, please. Doing the works that Jesus do and the things that he's done released me to do. So do you. Yours might be through song or dance. Mine's through laying hands, preaching, praying. You understand? That's why I said keep me in prayer. Had no idea. Had no idea. Got trips lined up for me. This year, and it's only what, two more months left? This year. God said you're going to Brooklyn. And I'm going to have you lay hands in Brooklyn. And I was like, Brooklyn? Not Manhattan? No, I said Brooklyn. You know I said Brooklyn, Quenisha. Can't talk yourself out of it. You said, let me be used by you for people to receive me. You being used for me to be used to release who I am. You being used because I'm being used. You're using me, my power, my strength, my might, my love. Mm. 
I'm telling you guys. All kind of testimony. All kind of healing. Since yesterday. People are reaching out. They have to come. They have to come. So they can receive. And God will even have me to go. And lead, you know, me to them. And lead them to me. Which is for, you know, all because of him. Unto him, his name's sake, his glory's sake. Had no idea this was going to happen. I thought I was going to be in the pool. <laughs> Soaking in the pool. <laughs> yeah. They got some great amenities at that Marriott Embassy. Mm-hmm. Nice fireplace in the front or back, something like that. It caught my eye. I was It was worth paying $115 a night. I'm trying to tell you. No, it was $105 a night. And the total was $315. I didn't care. I was like, here. And I'm thinking that it was a setback that my son father couldn't get him. So I got to go back and forth, which is going to be extra money. And it's not. And I was like, you know, even with that, I, and now God putting in me, it's time to get back on the road. <laughs> it's time to get back on the road. Much as you paying these drivers, Quenisha. And guess what? I'm the one paying them. <laughs> I don't mind paying them for you. But I want you to get back on the road. I don't want you waiting for no one to pick you up. I want you back on the road driving again. Are you ready to drive again? I say yes. But I like being chauffeur. <laughs> you need to be whatever you want. I'll do it for you. But I do want you on the road again. So you can get up and go whenever you're ready. You don't have to wait for no one to keep paying. Even though I'm paying it. But you know. It don't have to be. This way, you understand? That's like if you want to take 10 steps to get somewhere, and when God have a door open, you could just end up right there. Why you want to take 10 steps to pay all this money for these rides when you have your vehicle to get you there? And I do not miss my old car, and I do not miss the past. It's, I thank God for taking all of that away. In fact, he had me to give it away. I don't want this. You can have this car. Just give me my tags. Let me turn my tags in. Hallelujah. I thank God so much for everything. Everything. God spared me for making all wrong moves that I didn't know that was going to keep me from being in Temple Hill Suitland right here. Supposed to been in New York. Both have been in California, had all these opportunities. Even traveling around with this African crew, Vera Oye, Ya'ana, Papa Joseph. You know, they was an extracurricular activity for the children in the aftercare program I was working with. And they wanted, you know, the kids to, you know, dance, you know, doing an African dance with the drum because they're from West Africa. So it's straight up drum and tribal moves. That all of that, yeah, that straight trap dance, that hardcore dance that you got. And I was doing it. They didn't know I was, I didn't know they was watching me. And they was like, ah, you know how God would put you in place, us places to be where someone was actually looking for. And they was like, whoa, we was looking for this. Oh, it's you have it. So I started dancing with them and they started making fabrics for me. 
and it started going very, you know, it was populating. It was very much so very fast in the DMV area. We was at the Navy Yard. We was downtown. We were di- different places. And God had me to capture these moments on NBC and all, a lot of news stations were coming to watch and just see good things happening in D.C. And all of a sudden, they wanted to take it up higher. We want you guys to be on, what is it, WETA, Channel 26, the D.C. channel. And God said, not yet, Kunisha. I mean, it's not final, but just some things I don't want, some things that is for later on. Because that's just, you know, it's going to get in the way. God don't want nothing in the way. I used to be the person that want charge cards. I heard about they got charge cards out here. I heard that when I was in high school. They got charge cards. Let me get a charge card, God. Let me charge up some stuff. Let me charge up some stuff. <laughs> I'll pay it back. God would never grant me the favor to get a charge card. Never. It was like he was just so much of a dad. Because I asked him to be a dad. Because my dad had to go to prison. Even when it came to, you know, college. Due to SAT scores. My teachers, you know, sent them in. And five colleges sent me letters back, acceptance letters. One was Delaware State. And I didn't never tell my mom. I went and thank God she gave me the mailbox key. I'll check it and, you know, rip things up. I ripped them up. Never told her. Mm-hmm. Because God said, I don't want you to focus. I said, I want to, what's wrong with furthering my career? I want to do criminal justice. Listen to my testimony. I want to do criminal justice. Or since my father was in, you know, in prison, I wanted to do criminal justice. I wanted to do forensics. I wanted to do, you know, investigations. I wanted to do capital punishment, the whole judiciary system. I wanted to release justice to people and have them serve. I wanted to, for those who falsely accuse or those, you know, need to be convicted, people get their justice in their families. Capital punishment, death row. I wanted all of that because I can see the mysteries. I know the lies. I know where to find the clues because, you know, I'm gifted to, you know, and God was saying, Quenisha. Your gifting is for spiritual purposes only, but it opens up doors for the manifestations for it to manifest naturally. You cannot have the manifestations naturally and then want doors to open spiritually. It has to open up spiritually first for the doors to open naturally. So I was trying to do it backwards, but wasn't aware I was trying to do it backwards. Because God was saying that I can, you know, I'm gifted to release and receive, you know, the mysteries in his word. And God said, when you find a treasure, my word is yours to keep. I see the hidden things first. So I thought I would be really good doing that field. And God said, no, I want you to do it in my word. Because when you release my word out here, it's going to open up doors for that to be exposed in the world. When you go out and release it to the world. I said, oh, okay, but you got to do it spiritually first. I said, okay, God. They also entered me into this co-ed pageant. I was in a co-ed pageant. And I was like, who entered me into this? My mom didn't. I didn't. Somebody entered me to a Merlin Coat beauty pageant. And they said, we want a picture, an 8 by 10 And, you know, just email it to this, you know, website. I said, okay. I took a picture. They sent, you know, a package back. And a ribbon. My mom was like, whoa. It was a ribbon. A blue ribbon. Number one finalist. She was like, you skipped the whole entire pageant to go straight to the speech where you could get crowned against your opponent. Wow. I was like, ooh, I'm about, to, I'm about to be in a pageant. I was excited too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Very excited. They sent the ribbon. Sent one of the things that we put around you you have to wear. To be, you know, Miss America. I mean, no, Miss Maryland, not America, Maryland, Miss Maryland. And I was like, okay, sure. I'll be Miss Maryland. <laughs> 
I already had my speech and everything. I already knew I was going to win that thing. I don't care who was I against. But the thing about it is, God said, no, don't go. I was like, man, you got to be kidding me. Something wrong. I couldn't tell, you know, explain because people be like, you sure you're hearing God? I just go ahead and follow God. Okay, God. Okay, God. Because guess what? That would have had me elsewhere. I wouldn't be right here in Temple Hills. I wouldn't be connected. I wouldn't be in my church home. I wouldn't even been to my church home. I would have been in another state or another country. And God wants me right here because my purpose, he have it to be right here for to be prepared to go elsewhere. You understand? So we have to be, God is so intentional. I thought there was a setback that I had to be here with my son doing the conference, going back and forth. Had no idea. It was what, 47 getting there. That was, I didn't care about that. I don't care if it's 57 getting there. I'm paying it. I don't give it was 67. God put it in my hand. I'm going. And then God have it. We look at it different other ways because of this right here. I'm experiencing right now. You understand? I say, God, to you be the glory. But you know me. I don't like missing nothing. Nothing. I have never missed being in the entire conference before. Since I've been a member in 2009, I've made every conference, God, every session, and early. I never played around with that. I don't care if I sleep by the door. So hungry for it. I didn't care. Even when I was in a room with other ladies in Florida, and I really believe we might be in Florida next year. <laughs> And I would get up early. And they're like, wow, I ain't want to wake nobody up. Like, wow, you up at like three in the morning. I don't care. I'm right there waiting for it. I'm waiting. I don't care. You want to go shopping? No. Y'all go ahead and have fun. I just was so, I'm too hungry. I don't mind shopping, but I just, you know what? That, that right there, hold on. Just give me a second. Let me just be right here. Please, let me be right here. He's like, you're not playing. No. I need it in order to do what I'm called to do. I need it. Because that's not easy to go around and people coming to you and you're laying hands and they're recovering. Hair growing back, limbs growing, cells recovering. God is going worldwide with this laying of the hands. Think about it. How many people you know Need a miracle regarding health right now because of some doctor's report that appear to be true because the body is saying the same thing the report is. But here comes the miracle, like the ones we read about that Christ done, others done, and people here doing. So am I. I see it done every day because God using me to do it. I just don't talk about it. I don't broadcast it much. Because many people wouldn't want to be public rise in that current state. Some people have hair in only one part of the head. They don't want to be on no camera. Won't you capture them once the hair grow in? This man's foot shrunk in front of me. It was busting out the shoe. And shrunk in front of me. He took his shoe off. Of the f- 
casting out devils. This is it for me. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. God had me six months working at the child care facility in Spirit of Faith. And that's Dr. Didi and Michael Freeman's church. And their sister-in-law hired me. I didn't know who she was. I didn't know much about them. I just know, you know, the things that I do know. <laughs> and their sister-in-law was like, it's a presence on you that we can use in this place. You are overqualified for this position. You have over 3,000 clock hours of credentials, of clock hours of training from webinars and seminars in this, you know, field. If I turn these hours in, you will have a Ph. degree in this field. 15 years of all these clock hours. God told me to keep them. They're in my email. He told me to keep a lot of things in my email. All the certificates, all the hours, just keep them. Just keep them. I got you, Quinesha. I got you. Because guess what? It would have me elsewhere because they give me a position to work in the headquarters in Florida. I wouldn't have been here if I'm in Florida. I might have been somewhere else if I'm working for headquarters. Look up the company Bright Horizons. And you can just imagine how much I would have made as working with headquarters. You understand? That's number one child care facility. You look it up. Bright Horizons. Family Solution. Received our 20,000 Top 10 Award for making a great impact in children's lives in the organization. And my time was up. And then God had me to go, you know, with their facility, Spirit of Faith, for six months. Met a lot of celebrities who would come in because their children, God's children, Godparents are celebrities. Like their youngest daughter, Breland husband, is Vicki Wyden's nephew. So they would come in and Tasha Cobbs, Kia Sheard. And, you know, people would come in to see those children because that's their God kids. But I was always there for the kids. I would speak to them, but I had to take care of, you know, the other kids too. And I didn't know that I was being watched like that. They have cameras everywhere. And they don't mind giving out bonuses when they when they believe honor is due. Huh, here go $5,000 bonus. Hey, just because you're doing so good. Just because God told us to, you know, sow into your life. Here's 7000 Here's 3000 Here's lunch with the check. And I'm going to tell you about them. When it comes to if they buy you something, they, they won't just buy you anything without asking. They want to know what you like. Now, if you put down the products that you like or I like, the name brand don't matter. Coach, Louis, whatever. Georgia Cabana, it don't even matter. Whatever it is, they go get it because you put it on the list. Because they they go another email. Oh, goodness. Hold on. Because what they do not like, they do not like for you to say that you want something or they give you something and see it on somebody else. If they buy you some shoes and they see them shoes on somebody else's feet, they do not like that. Now, I know that much of them six months being there. They do not, I only seen them probably three times. They do not like that. So they're going to give you an opportunity to, you know, let them know what you like so you can keep it and not give away their presence that they give given to you. That's what they do. 
So they just, you know, send people down under them to get a list what you like. Or you want cash? We just give you cash. Then you can get whatever you want. But if we, if you say you want, you know, a Louis purse, we're going to get you a Louis purse. And we're going to add some shoes. In. They love this. They love the surprise. We give you some Louis shoes to go with it. Oh, you like a Louis coat too? They love that. They love that. They love that. They will shower you with blessings like never before. I'm trying to tell you. I've been there. I've seen it. I've been done to me. And God know what he was doing. He had me there intentionally. I had no idea. They say we, we could watch. They say we see you at, while we at home on our cameras. We can watch you guys on camera while we in our car. And you always attend to the children. Here go a bonus. Just like that. Now we at the pandemic. Now we at home. We're working virtually. So now the kids at home, you know, on Zoom. So I got to teach the kids, you know, the way that we would do in the classroom setting. But it can't be messy because now they're at home in that setting. Some of them on, you know, white furniture. We can't pull out no paint because it's not, you know, set up to be a child care facility. So I have to create ideas to give the children what they needed while they're at home and still get that experience of being in a learning environment. And the parents would be there watching. So I wasn't there just for the children. I was there for the parents because they were stressing that the kids are at home. And many was like, they getting on our nerves. They running up, tearing up stuff. They need to be in there with y'all. You understand? I had no idea. God was that intentional. Here go Dr. Didi's, you know, sister-in-law. We need you to pray. We need somebody to pray. Quenisha, would you mind praying? She called me because I was a quiet person. And she didn't know that I was a praying woman, a prayer warrior. She had no idea, but God's intentional. I prayed. They looked up like, wait. And they even said, all that ain't you? What? We was working beside what? All of this? Whoa. Whoa. Whoa, 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 whoa. Had no idea. God would say, when it's time for him to go back, Quenisha, you cannot go back. You got to stay home. I'm like, God, I ain't even give him a 30-day notice. Got to go. Got to stay home. Cannot go back. I'm going to tell you why God had me right where I was intentionally. Because they have a similar testimony as to God calling them out to be where they are. So they can understand. Now, had I been with another company, they probably been like, you know, you didn't follow proper protocol. You just quit pretty much. You quit. And God don't want that on my belt. God don't want that in my background. They knew I'm in ministry. My time's up. You sure God said this? Why he say this now? Is there anything we can say to him? <laughs> Is it? Well, thank you for your services. You're always welcome back. You're always welcome back. You understand? Seriously. We don't have to prove nothing to nobody. We don't have to exaggerate nothing. We don't have to lie about nothing. Some people you just can't talk to because they just don't have the level of faith that you have. But I thank God I have proof for everything I talk about. I don't have to lie about anything. Mm-mm. What's the purpose of lying? You got to keep lying. We got to spur the truth on the inside. You understand? So God had me to be right where I am. It took me to, you know, go through all of that to be right here. <laughs> God said, I want you to go to some rehabs, some AA meetings. 
sit in the AA meetings with the people and cheer them on. How many days in? 30 days in. All right, I see 60 days in. People need that, you know, to be pumped up. That's what you call revived. They need to be revived. People walking around with their head low. Why do you think God giving Ezekiel the vision and the valley of the dry bones? What did he do? He spoke to those bones and commanded them to get up and live, and they begin to rattle. People are rattling when they become alive. They're reviving. Revival is not just praise and dancing. Revival is becoming from dead to rising up, being down from getting up, transitioning from one place to another, becoming better. That's revival. Recognizing, remember, remembering who we are. That's revival. Getting up when Christ got up. That's revival. Every time that we know that any time, at any time, at any time, that's revival. But God did tell me, don't put your address. Don't put your address. Never put your address. And we all know that, right? You don't want nobody knocking on your door now, right? Come on now. Gotta be mindful what we put out there. Because people going to go buy it. They're going to go buy the information. Hallelujah. I can never be too busy to pray for you, be with you. But if you call me and I'm not available, it's not purpose on purpose. It's because of purpose. Because many people are starting to come a lot. Because God gave me that paper to spread out a lot. And they are coming. They are calling. You say miracle signs and wonders? Okay, I'm here for that. I got this going on. And God me to lay hands. And there we go. God said, I took you up higher in ministry, Quenisha. You're not just, you know, praying over people anymore. I want you to take over the atmosphere. Because I'm about to invade the atmosphere. So I'm I'm like, oh God. And it's always when it looks like, you know, you got to say, excuse me, everybody. I'm like, oh God, Jesus. Okay, God, I got it. I got it. I was in the grocery store. God said, tell everybody I love them right now. I said, you want me to go each aisle by out? No, you got to tell everybody at the same time. Some leaving out. Catch them before they leave out. And catch those who's coming in right now. I said, excuse me, everybody. Can I have your attention? I just want you to know that God loves us so much. I know sometimes it may not feel like it, it may not seem like it, but he loves us so much. God so loves us that he gave. Never forget God's love for us. That's all I wanted to say. Thank you. Thank you. Some was clapping like, <laughs> some, was, some was smiling. Some was like, oh, Lord. You know, even when I give a word, like guide me downtown D.C., some people be like, you know, what you're doing is crazy. You're a crazy lady. And they're going, you know, tell. I came across this crazy woman. What would she do? Out there praying. That's the truth, though. <laughs> Out there talking about she cared. You know, God loves us. It's the truth, though. <laughs> I don't care. You can call me crazy. But it's the truth, though. <laughs> you're testifying the truth. You understand? I don't care how you testify. It's the truth. I'm not going to stop. I don't care about no rejection. I don't care about any of that. I'm going out. I'm out here. I've been out here. I'm doing the work of Christ. I got to release to those who need a physician. And they're coming to receive the physician. 
because they're coming with all kinds. And think about it is one man had bugs all on them. Come on now. Everywhere. Bugs everywhere. And God say, hug this man. Ooh, wait. Hug him, Quenisha. People looking like, <gasps> even he like, <gasps> no one touches me. No one comes near me because these bugs jump. I hugged him. No bug came on me. In fact, all bugs left him. These are things people walk around with. And there are some people that try to talk out of the miracle, try to find an excuse as to not giving God glory, like trying to find another reason to say that, you know, this happened because this way, not just giving God his props. You understand? People do do that too. It's because of God. Uh, yeah, but if this didn't happen, then that wouldn't happen. No, it's because of God. Because they don't believe that it can happen from a person they don't physically see. Because many people are moved by what they physically see. Hallelujah. So when I say keep me in prayer, keep me in prayer. God show me nuns right now. Over there on uh, Willow Road. Across the street from um, Murray Church Terrell. Oh, goodness. Jesus. Pray for them. Go in there and pray with them. Okay. Go in there and pray with them. Okay. See? It's just like hands on, just saying and it go. Release miracles, signs, and wonders in that place. And when people receive, you think they're not going to go and tell? You see how fast it's about to be spreaded? You see how fast it's about to be spreaded? And here I am thinking about making a video, a rap video, or opening up a club, or, you know, a child care facilities, and, you know, logos with clothes, and designing things, and doing hair, and all these things, which are great, writing movies, and all these things that I have under my belt that I've written down, all these books, and all these things that God and me that just have available, and presentable. God said, that's going to come, but I need you to do this right now. And look how fast, that wouldn't have spread it as fast as this. Because that's where the glory is. That's where, the, that's where the, you know, the power is. That's where the presence is. That's where the anointing flowing. My purpose, your purpose. When you sing in your purpose, look how much influ influential you are than singing other things. Or dancing other ways. Or drawing other sketches. It's like when you watch a movie. When you watch an inspiring movie, you get a better result than when you're watching a, a horror movie. You get two different reactions. So God just showed me a reaction you can get from your talents and a reaction you can get from your purpose. You want the purpose first. That open the doors for the talents, Quidditch. Look how fast it's spreading. It's spreading. People are talking about that, that flyer. Keep passing them out. Go everywhere with them. So they can call. So they can call. God said, don't you worry about no money. Don't worry about, you know, doing anything because on my website, it had, you know, how much for the services. You know, you, I mean, that's what it do. It asks you how much for the services. God said, just don't put nothing for now. Don't put nothing for now. He said, for now, just don't put nothing. I'm allowing God to be God in this, guys. I can't afford to make no moves. And I could give a price. Like God will have us to have give a price. But God don't have me to do that. Not right now. What you hear about, what we hear about what Jesus done and commanded us to do. I mean, think about the scripture, everything that he did, multiplying food and walking on water and baptizing and, you know, 
speaking to people and releasing healing, raising the dead, opening blind, all these things. That's what I'm doing. It's happening. Yeah. God showed me a huge line. It's going to be times people are going to be lined up for it. And you just lie your hands on them. You're graceful. for it. It's not about people falling back and all of that. A lot of times we look for people to fall back to feel like we have power. It's not about that. Just be used. Just be used. The miracle is more important than you falling back and getting up and receiving nothing. I don't want you to receive the power. I want you to receive the power of the miracle. I want you to recover and see it instantaneously while you're in my presence. You're not waiting to receive it. You're going to receive it right there. You want that? Come get it. It's here. It's available. What's too hard for God to do? That's why I say keep me in prayer. Traveling with this, it's not easy. Many people are going to be running. Running like the woman with the issue with the blood. Running. Touching. Because you have that touch to heal. You understand? Many people always said, do you know how powerful you are? Another email. <laughs> I was at the conference. This lady, her name is April. I met a lady named April. She's from another state. Blue-eyed, blonde-haired, beautiful woman named April. And she said to me, excuse me. I said, yeah. Are you an angel? You know how we have angels around we're not aware of? She wanted to make sure it was I. She said, are you an angel? I said, I really don't want to say no. Because who would want to say no? But I am not. I'm in the image of God, in the likeness of God. Just like you. I'm a human being. She said, okay. I just wanted to make sure if you were an angel right here. Now, I, I'm thinking now, but God said, no, don't you dare. Dude. I'm glad you didn't do that. It's a time to play and it's time not to play. She wasn't playing. She was for real. And I've been like, yes, it is I. <laughs> I wonder what she would have done. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> God said, don't play like that with people. Don't do that. Be honest and tell her, no. I should. I'm thinking I should have said it is I. <laughs> I've been waiting for you. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Glory to God. Oh, God. I feel so much of my spiritual mom on the inside of me. All these deposits she deposited in us as daughters. Mm. Her ceiling became my floor. And after me, my ceiling become their floor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm going to get off here. I got to release this to these people that's coming in, okay? <laughs> I'm very drunk. And it's spirit. They go another one. I got to go. Go, God. Jesus. Oh, greater is he who's in us than he's in the world. Keep me in prayer, guys. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. I love you. I love you so much. And to the sisters who at the conference... I was crying. I wasn't able to be like there. I wanted to be there, but I have to be here. Just, you know, hold it down. You know, while I'm not there, 
Oh, God, I miss, you. I miss you being in there. Greater is you than us, the in the world. I love you guys. Thank you. Enjoy. I love you guys.